Deja de mentirte Te quiere como yo te quiero So now is your heaven You lie to yourself in him to make me jealous You put on such a neck when you're sleeping together All this cause I said I don't want marriage I don't want marriage I'd rather go have for the baby Cause at least I know podcast this is kelby and down over there we have carmella what's up am i hearing you guys i hope so (laughs) having trouble hearing everybody all of a sudden again okay this is kelby still down over there is Carmela. Hello. Okay, there she is. And then we have Rashawn. What's up? Hi, Rashawn. And then Chris is back. Hello. Welcome back. Did y'all Chris. miss me? I miss you. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Oh, hey, thanks, guys. How old are you now, Chris? 21. Oh, my God. Finally. You can take your um, first pl- sip. Plus six. Plus six. Mm. <laughs> 27 <laughs> <laughs> they believed you too yeah um well welcome back i told everybody last week that you're working on something spectacular tubular incredible with one of my favorite people are you allowed yeah. to tell us what it is that you're working on no one made me sign a uh, nda so yeah i think you're pretty cool okay <laughs> in the clear in that case it was not- uh a guy named from Smosh Games, uh, Joven, Jovenshire. Uh, he's starting a new series about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there's going to be um, puppets involved, but he had celebrities playing Dungeons and Dragons with him. And one of them was uh, the one that you're referring to is uh, Lisa Foyles from All That. I think the second season of All That. She was on there. Um, nice. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Are you a big fun. Dungeons and Dragons fan? I have played one campaign. It was for the day. My cousin was playing it, and I got really into it. But watching this, I was like, man, I got to look for another group to play Dungeons and Dragons with because it looks really fun. <laughs> right. Um, how was uh, your guys' week? It was good. It's really busy at the mall now. Because it's Christmas time is here. Is it actually busy? Like for real, for real? Yeah, like um, it doesn't look that look like we have a pandemic going on because the mall is just packed as it normally would be. We just add masks. Um, but we're at 25% capacity, so that means every store has a line outside of it no matter what. Golly. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So if you guys, it's, it's, I don't know if it's good for business because no matter what, you're going to have a line and it's, it makes it look like it's busy, but it's not. But that, that's kind of like, I say that because that's kind of like the in and out strategy. If you see we have a line, then we're busy. That means we're selling something people want. So maybe mm-hmm. more people should stand in the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's probably better for business in general because they were closed for however many months. So right. they're yeah. trying to collect as many pennies as possible. Is the uh, right. food court open? Mm-mm. There's only like a couple stores. So like when we first reopened, they had stores or restaurants that were just doing like Postmates and all of that. And then they reopened them fully. And then now we're back to them just doing Postmates. So say, for example, if I want to get like a cinnamon cinnamon roll from Cinnabon on my break, Mm -hmm. I have to go through Postmates, go all the way outside, have them deliver it to me outside because I can't just walk up and order it. (laughs) (laughs) That's dumb. (laughs) I, I haven't done this. I haven't done. I've had some coworkers that have and i don't understand why but uh that's what it is now i mean those cinnabons do be slapping a different they do but we only got 10 minutes they probably order it 10 minutes before and then right when they gotta go you know they go get it um but that's also it sounds expensive because postmates adds like two or three or five dollars on top of it so them cinnabons and the annie they're already expensive so Mm -hmm. uh, um is the stone oven still there Stone Oven is still there. And that is one. Is that your spot? I love Stone Oven. It's like the only really like good food in the mall. Mm-hmm. What was Stone Oven? Pizza? That was the one it's, next to um the subway. It's sandwiches and salads, pasta. Like cold. Well, I don't pasta. think I ever ate there. Because they, they had a slice of pizza there for like nineteen dollars, right? No, that's not that one. <laughs> that's not the pizza place. <laughs> Yeah. That was uh oh Sabaro I forgot what that place was called. Sabaro. I yeah, I remember Sabaro. No, it was uh it's called like LA Pizza Kitchen or something. Yeah, more like LA out of business. Pizza burnt pizza yeah, I was like, we do not have that anymore. Yeah, Chris Chris bought it that one time. Remember we went power walking in the mall that one day? We and did, then... and then I was like, Why the why are you charging me like extra, extra, extra? Okay. Yeah, okay. But that's on the outside. So I never ate there, but we did security around there every once in a while whenever they had a stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Carmelo, you look a little you look a little different um today. What's drop your uh, skin routine? Oh this? Yeah, um well, I, thank you. I added a light. Um actually did my makeup and this is a new gloss. Don't you love? Tell me what the gloss is. Is it on your fingernails? No, I did. I did my nose. <laughs> my gloss is on my lips. Okay, got it. <laughs> Tell me what gloss is exactly. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. I was gonna say, oh yeah, I could tell, but I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, looks a good look. Uh, Rashawn, um, yeah, your your life, well, good, decent. I did a little online Christmas shopping this week. Ooh, what'd you get me? Yeah, what'd you get us? Um, I can't tell you guys because I have to wrap it and you have to wait a few more weeks. Gosh, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What'd you get, Chris, though? Love. 
That's <laughs> all I need. The love he's he's been asking for. Yes. Yo, yeah, Rashawn be rejecting you. The sad part about Rashawn rejecting you is that he likes Latino guys. <laughs> I'm crushed. Um, okay, I told myself I wasn't gonna make any jokes this episode, so I'm here. Okay, let's be very serious and mature. You already lost, bro. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, we're starting. We're starting now. <laughs> we're, we're starting now. I'm going to be very mature. Okay, so um, you guys ready for our first topic? Mm-hmm. Ready. I'm prepped. Okay, great. This has been going around the internet. Uh, I, I, I kind of want to say throw the name away because, you know, he may mean different things to different people, but just consider the action. So last week or so, um, Little Wayne... Um, he sold his masters to Universal Music Group for $100 million, and I've seen every opinion under the sun. And I wanted to grab your guys' opinion about this move. Is it wise? Is it not wise? What do you guys think? What is the benefit of selling your masters? A lump sum of cash. Just just the cash? Just the cash, yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, we don't know contractually if he has any points, on it still because you could sell it and still receive residual payments from the music um but the the person that owns it receives the majority of it you know or um i've read that he may have sold his masters but he didn't sell his publishing so um now he just no longer owns his music i did read somewhere that he like if uh umg decides they don't want him to perform the music anymore he has to do what they say. Um, but yeah, it is pretty much hit the the IP or his product from way back when up until perhaps present day that he gave up the rights to his music for a large check of a hundred million dollars. Or, or maybe not maybe not so maybe not so large. Why did he do this? I was gonna ask that too. Well, I don't know if you guys keep up with music, um, but this year has been the year of selling my masters. Uh, I want to say for the past 10 years, it's always been I bought my masters back. Chris Brown bought his masters back. Sierra's uh, husband, uh, Russell Wilson, bought her masters back on her birthday. I think Swiss Beats, want to say, bought Alicia Keys' masters back for her. That may or may not be true. But up until this year, there have been these somewhat secretive, shady, eh, let me not say shady, secretive um, um, firms, private equity firms that have been overpaying artists for their masters. And it's been from hip hop to country to rock across the board. Um, I think even Paul Newman might have just sold his master. Everybody is selling masters and it's been reported that everybody's getting a sizable check, like way more than what it's worth uh, to these uh, equity firms. Like I know Ella Reed is a part of one and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah. Weren't we just talking about T-Swizzles? I was going to say, isn't she trying to buy her master's back? So she's trying to buy her master's back, but of course, they just got sold to a private equity firm for $300 million. No, 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 more than $300 million. Some people are speculating it's about $420 million over to Scooter Braun. Right. Now, do uh, we think that T-Swizzle's masters are worth more than Lil Wayne's masters? Because Lil so. Wayne only got $100 mil. 
T Swift is, I think, a way bigger star than Lil Wayne. Okay, all right. And that, and that's, oh. I'm not a T Swift. I'm not a Swiftier. Swifty? Swifter? I'm a Swifty. I don't, I don't, but I don't know if I would agree with that. I think current day. So, yeah. I guess here's my opinion. I think that all of these products are depreciating assets. So every day that they're out, they're just they're just valued less and less and less. So Little Wayne's reign over hip hop was mid two thousands up until maybe twenty twelve ish, twenty thirteen. So for eight years, yes, he's been on big songs, but he hasn't he hasn't been where Taylor Swift is or where Drake is or where some of these other new guys are um, right now. So uh, to me, it makes sense that Taylor Swift is her music is worth 400 or more million dollars um, because she is a current act that is putting out. She put out two albums this year. I heard half of them and I don't even listen to Taylor Swift. I don't even know yeah. how I heard half of that album, but I heard it. And I, I think if Little Wayne puts out an album this year, Aside from Carter Five, which I don't know how it did five hundred thousand first week, but the one after that only did like a hundred thousand. Taylor Swift is doing a million first week for sure. Mm -hmm. She does get the drop off though. The next week it'll it will go down to a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand. That first week is she's guaranteeing that hundred million or that uh, one million in sales. Yeah. So I could definitely see how current day hers are more expensive than Lil Wayne. I know that. Uh, Kanye said that his are worth about $300, $300 million. Um, his old catalog is still kind of in play today. So I can see how that's that plays out, you know? Yeah. But to me, I see, I think it was a very smart move for several different reasons. I think, you know, you own your masters. We're in the streaming age. Sure, people are streaming your music more, but you have to stream an album or I believe, yeah, an album 2,600 times for it to count as one sale. And I don't know how many people are streaming Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne's albums when he is a mixtape artist. Most of his huge, huge, huge hits came off of these mixtapes that he did of other people's music. So as he's selling his professional catalog, not the mixtape stuff, but maybe, um, I can see that he's looking at the numbers saying, okay, I get paid X amount of dollars every month uh, or every quarter from these songs. Like Joe Budden said in his podcast, he made an album called Rage and he gets paid 1500 bucks every month off of that. Lil Wayne is a way, way, way bigger artist, which means I'm sure he has way, way, way more expenses. So I think he was looking at them numbers and we're like, okay, if we continue doing this, you can just account for depreciation a year from now. If he's getting $10,000 every single month, Next year, he'll probably start getting $9,000 every single month. or And then the year after that, maybe $8,000. And then so he's looking at it saying, for me to make $100 million off of these songs, I probably would have to wait 50 years. So yeah. he could have just taken that $100 million, split it however way he needed to, and he gets $50 million. That is a number, that's an amount of money that can grow exponentially somewhat quickly if he were to invest in something else um, that could give him ownership. You know, we haven't heard of Chamillionaire in X amount of years, but he is off tri tripling and quadrupling his worth in uh, semi, um, uh, uh, San Francisco 
you know what I'm talking about, the uh, tech capital of the world, Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon Valley. He's been he's been just growing his wealth in Silicon Valley quietly off of the money he made on like three songs. What what are Chameleon Air songs again? They see me <laughs> rolling. What else? Just riding dirty. Riding dirty. Riding dirty. Is that the same song? They see me rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's one song. He got like two other songs, right? See, he's on a Sierra track. Oh. I just know Riding Dirty. <laughs> I know. He I, got, I know he got only because I know that album really well, but. He got one other one, but you can see he got a, he got a couple of his songs got up on out of here, and you know, and I honestly don't think that the music industry is designed for you to to make money off of it for a very 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 long time unless you catch a few mega hits and then you're paid forever, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? That was a fair deal, smart move on his part. I mean, if you put it in that way. He has to wait like fifty years to make what he just made. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but I'm just saying. I mean, I would consider that make to make sense, especially nowadays. Um, but I think uh, as long as he still has points on some of his music, I think he should still be okay. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm also taking into consideration that he just pled guilty for that gun charge, <laughs> and oh really? He's, yeah, he just pled guilty for the gun charge, and I think. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but when Gucci Mane went to prison, he gave his money to uh, Keisha Kayor, and I think he gave her like a five hundred thousand dollars when she came when he came out. He she had five million for him, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that Lil Wayne could take that large lump sum of cash and just be like, all right, let me not sit on a couple monthly checks. I could give these guys the money. He himself is a huge expense. If he's going to be sitting in a cell for a long time, that cuts the cost of the Little Wayne LLC, per se. And they could mm-hmm. just take that money and just throw it in tech, throw it in real estate, throw it in whatever. That way, when he comes out, he's sitting on way more money than he would have if he was just sitting on them residual checks. And that's mm-hmm. the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like he had he was thinking more about the future, not necessarily about... Like, he was cashing out, and I know he was probably like, well, I am a mixtape artist, so I don't necessarily need to own these masters anymore. You know, I want to cash out for the future. And with now, the gun charge? Let, let, me not, let me not be disrespectful, though. Lil Wayne has been on some of the hottest, biggest songs of all time. Radio records, too. Yeah. You know, But his true big songs that we all used to jive with was the mixtapes. You know, right. so, but I don't want to say he's not a pop artist too, because he definitely was. On yeah, radio. totally. Totally. Yeah. Miss Officer. Hmm. That was it for you. That was it. It's <laughs> a good one. That's it's a, a good, good one. place. It's a good one. The ninth grade. <laughs> I was in the ninth ninth grade singing it, not knowing what the fuck it was about. I knew what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was about for me, but I was like, yeah, the officer clearly wants to arrest him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, that's our, my take on Lil Wayne. You guys, nothing, nothing, nothing? That's my take on it. Not a big take, but... Smart man. Take. Smart man? Was he over? Was he underpaid? In your head? In your eyes? Uh, <clears throat> That's a hell of a perspective, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I guess for all of his hits, which are many, 
I I guess I would say like relative to what? Because you guys just said he's not recently he's not as big a star as someone like Taylor Swift. So yeah, I don't, recent. Sorry. No, I don't know if he goes underpaid. I don't think so. Based on that argument, I would say no, he's not underpaid. But I don't also, think it's a so. hundred million dollars. <laughs> right? So. I'm like, mm, nah, but you got to remember. Good to me. You got to remember, you know, us as actors, how many times have you gotten that SAG day rate, whatever, and then the money comes in, you got to split it with your agent. Your agent wants the gross, not the net. You got to pay tax. I don't know if you got a manager. You know, when it's all said and done, you pretty much getting maybe 45% of the money. You're getting $2. Yeah. Yeah, not $2. Buy yourself a happy meal. (laughs) So, I mean, 50 mil is still a, a good payout. But I don't know for how much work he's done over, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. 20 plus, maybe. I don't know. I I don't know that I would have sold my... Entire catalog? Catalog, yeah. Hottest songs. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, maybe not an immediate payout, but that's a little <laughs> bit of security for the rest of your life. Some people do say that, you know, that he pretty much took the money out of his kids' pockets. But, again, that goes back to me saying the music is not all he is. Like I said with Chameleon, he could have went over there and created some, you know, some app that, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, here's a great example. Nas, one of the more celebrated rappers, um, he made a bulk of his money in, in tech. Right. He invested in in uh, Bevel, which is not tech, but he also invested in the Ring app. And I think that his cut when they had sold it, it was something like thirty five million dollars. And he wasn't worth that before, you know, and he was already a pretty big star. So I think that it's all perspective. You know, I understand that the music check looks nice right then and there, but that's just also um, what do they call that? A low hanging fruit. Where it's like, okay, if you just play your cards right and you do a little research on what's coming up next, uh, you know, like Shaq, back in the day when Shaq was in that hotel and somebody came up to him, started talking to him, invited him to that boardroom, and he became one of the uh, early principal investors in Google. Can you imagine how much money Shaq has yeah. from Google that he never got from playing basketball? You know what I'm saying? That's how I yeah. see it. Yeah. All right, great. So um, that was my little Wayne take. Earlier today, I asked you guys to all come up with one, maybe two things that you guys want to talk about. So who wants to go first? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. There's one more thing I want to do before we get off of music. Kid Cudi dropped a new album. Do you guys hear it? Oh, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm excited to listen. You're excited to listen, you? I was listening to Evermore. <laughs> that was going to be my thing I was going to say. I was going to say you guys listened to the Taylor Swift album. I, uh, I actually downloaded both. I just haven't gotten to Kid, Kid Cudi yet. Yeah. Are you a Kid Cudi fan? Um, Are you depressed? I, I, would, I wouldn't say. But I, I downloaded him, Shawn Mendes, and Taylor. I just haven't gotten around to listen to all of them. Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes put out an album? <laughs> he did. It's called Wonder. He should have called it Poof. Poo. Yeah. Why? <laughs> After Charlie Poo. You gotta pay Call his sake of stream poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's the same name as the Netflix 
documentary, I think. So it's like coinciding. But what what is it called? It's a documentary on Sean Mendes? It's coinciding with the Wonder oh, documentary. Like partnership. Probably. Yeah. What why uh, why you needed a documentary? That they all do that now. They all put out a um But why an album. he just like came out of YouTube, no? No, that's Charlie Pooh. No, oh wait a second. I think that's Charlie Pooh who came out of YouTube. Sean Mendes, I don't think he did. Nah, Sean Mendes, they picked him up out of some gutter somewhere and they just you know. I don't know if that's that's correct. every documentary story. I was so sad and poor. My family it's only less had a like hundred thousand. Sad documentary and more like behind the scenes. There's like homecoming and then Gaga had one. Ariana's coming out with one. Sean has one. This is the sure. same video. <laughs> homecoming is Beyonce, right? Yes. Oh, the hive is gonna be oh, on that. Ass. I know it. You better quit. Have you watched Homecoming? Which one was that? Was that the you one went where Chella? You were yeah, there, you went. live and in person. Wait, what was the one that came out this year? That oh, was that's Blackest King. Blackest King. Ah, okay. Oh, that's why I don't remember because I, I was like, I know she dropped one for Lion King. Um, I did go to Baychella. I didn't really know most of the songs. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I knew um. The, the girls run the world, and then I was just like, oh, The God. girls run the world. I know that one, but it wasn't really a concert for me. I was being security officer for my cousin. What's you know, make sure. Homecoming, okay. I, I, I'm going to check it out. It's a, good, it's a good film, I think. Okay. Okay, so it, it's pretty much just kind of like um, everybody's copying off of Justin Bieber. Remember when he did that 10, 10, 11, 12, 13 years ago? I wouldn't say that's copying, then. Was he alive? Remember. Yeah, um, Justin Bieber. He was Bieber. 12. Yes, that's when Justin Bieber became a thing. He still had the swoop hair. And uh, he had a um, he had a concert movie-ish, sort of, that we played at church, funny enough. And um, Oh, Never Say Never. Never Say Never. Yeah, he was a little kid. You remember that? Theaters. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Justin Bieber cornered that market. I mean, they're like Michael was in theaters with one, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fighting for, for Justin Bieber, by the way. You know. Oh, I thought that, you not, were. I no, no, no. I'm not. But now that I think about it, I think Michael Jackson had one too. Yeah, there was. This is it, and then there was a this couple. I think there was one before it too. You no, know, this is it. Uh, came out the same year that he Justin died, right? Yeah, it was the same year he died. Yeah. It was directed by the same dude that that created a High School Musical. Not created, who directed High Kevin School Musical. Kenny Ortega? Yeah, Kenny Ortega, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, there's been, a, like, Janet had one a long time ago. They just weren't. Huge. Huge, yeah. So so what you're telling me is that you went off to listen to Taylor Swift's album? You didn't listen to Caleb, Kid Cudi's album? I don't know where you got that. I said that I... Downloaded all three of them, and yeah. I haven't got the Kit Cudi yet. Okay, so you didn't listen to Kit Cudi's album yet, but you heard Taylor Swift's album. Yeah, is okay. it as good as they say? It is very good. It is very good. Mm-hmm. Sean's is like I liked the one before, um, but Taylor's is very very good. I don't know about Sean Mendes. To me, he's uh, I don't even know if he's a real Hispanic person, but. That's he don't he is, look it. He, he is, is um, Irish, Portuguese, uh, I believe. Oh, 
But is he half Portuguese or is his is his? I believe he's half Portuguese. The other half is uh, Caucasian European. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Charlie, please keep it all the way on it with me. I ain't gonna lie. His mother is English, and his his father is completely Portuguese. Yeah. Wow. He definitely does not look that. Why does he should make songs? I mean, I think he does. He was on Senorita. Senorita. The song. Oh, I know that one. Wasn't he on that track? No. Yeah. Camilla, with Camila yeah. Cabello. Camila Cabello. She's one of those. Camilla she Cabello. is gorgeous. Is she really? She's yeah, one of those people that, like, she has a name, and you know they're like, it's like somebody created her in a in a workshop somewhere, and then they just made a celebrity. Yeah, wasn't she? Um, Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony, yeah. There you go. So, Fifth yes. Fifth Harmony. Interesting. Okay, so uh, give us the breakdown. Give us a take as our Swift official. It's just a very fun, but also I'm not going to say deep. It's just a very solid album. You know what I mean? You know how 1989 was just like solid. Okay. Is it Folky? Don't know or maybe no, that's that's folklore. That after nineteen eighty seven and eighty eight. <laughs> that's why he don't love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you make us all Guess hard? I'm not a, a T Swizzle <laughs> fan. Um, which one is the one that had the uh, you 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 you? I am not your girlfriend. Avril <laughs> Levine. <laughs> Yo, you a hard T Swizzle fan, huh? <laughs> you all heard me. <laughs> he was a scared of boys. So I was doing it. It sounded like you were mashing girlfriend and shake it off. Shake it off. Shake yeah. it off. Shake it okay. off. This hard beat. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. Which album was the that? lyrics from Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what album was that? That was 1989. Okay, that was a good album. I like that one. Every song is a hit, almost. Mm-hmm. I think this okay. is this is similar. So you think this is one of our classic mixtapes? Yeah. I heard half of it. Um, I saw the back. Yeah, I did. Um, to be honest with you, I really don't know how I got to listening to it. Um, I just saw the back of her head on Instagram. Um, <laughs> the braid. I, the braid. I'm pretty sure I followed a photographer that took the picture. So when I saw that, I was just like, that looked like the back of Taylor's head. And then I went to her page and she said something about like, we just couldn't stop making music. So <laughs> put out an album. and I just said, let me go listen to it. And I fell asleep listening to it. So I think I heard half of it. And uh, I mean, I ain't got no comment. Did you get to the song with Haim? Uh, you know what? It all kind of played off as one long song because, like, you is know, it when it's it, not to say, is it Haim or Haim? I don't know. I've never I heard it. it. I thought it was Haim. It's probably yeah. Haim. Yeah, he's a Jewish fellow. Haim. <laughs> <laughs> three girls. I think they're three girls or three sisters. There you go. Uh, so, 
I, I, you know, when you listen to an album, just song it, song after song. Like I didn't pay attention to the name of the songs. I couldn't tell you a single name on it. I didn't even know the name of the album. I thought it was Ever For Ever Folk or something, but I don't know. But I heard it and I was just like, I right, think so. Let me turn this off now. All right. Yeah. How's, Maybe how's I need kick, to go back. Kick Cuddy. Yeah, man. Listen, man. Shout out to Kid hey. Cuddy. Shout out to Kid Cuddy, man. It wasn't really that good. So why are you roasting me? Because I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> what was the reason? Because he's black. What is that? Explain that. Because, I mean, when when Nate Robinson hit the mat after that... Um, <laughs> after that racist punch, that punch yeah. swung in the ass and said, Nigga! Bah! <laughs> Got him down to the ground. I said, I'm going to support my brother. You so saw that played. interview? I, sh- I sure the did. Lady that asked yeah. Jake Paul, is it racist that you, <laughs> you knocked him out? <laughs> okay, so... Like, that's I'm a, a shitty question. I, I'm going to stand with Nate in this situation. And when it comes to the albums coming out, I'm going to stand with Kid Cudi. I mean, he could put out the worst one. and I mean, listen, man. But if he's the only black one, uh, we have a, 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 a almost Hispanic guy. We have a Taylor Swift, and then we got Kid Cudi. So of course I'm gonna put Kid Cudi number one. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check the resources in the background of Carfax on Sean Mendes, and then I'll put him number two, and then you know put Taylor number three. She's already privileged. So what does she need me for? I don't. I mean, Chris and Carmela can fact check me, but I think he's Latin and not Hispanic. That's even worse. So now he got to go number three. Yeah, I guess that's Latin. That's yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, it's worse than the. No, it's not. Chris, don't say that. It's not worse. Like you said it. <laughs> I didn't say it was worse. No, I guess he's did. Latin. Yeah, he was agreeing to. Yeah, I'm not. Latin. I'm not saying it's worse. I'm saying as far as like, you know, the Latin folks, they look like white people, right? The Spaniards, the Italian, you know, the Italian. Sometimes. Well, sometimes. see, that's. And different too, because Hispanic just means you come from a country that speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. If you're Latin, you're from a Latin American country, I think. So I don't even think he's Latin. <clears throat> Not Latin. Okay, he's Spanish. Because you don't necessarily have to speak Spanish in Latin America like Brazil. You speak Portuguese. Wait, you say he's from Portugal? He's por- half Portuguese. His father's Portuguese. So he's Bra- he's Brazilian. No. Cause... So he's from Portugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Kelby. <laughs> do you He'd just be guessing? <laughs> no, you said you... you say he's half Portuguese, and I know yeah. that the Brazilians speak Portuguese. They do speak Portuguese. But then but I was just trying to say his he's from, from Portugal. Portugal. Okay, okay, I got it. I don't know what they look like. So I'm like I said, I'm gonna do the fact checking. Kate Cuddy gotta be number one off the scrump of him being black. And then number two, you know, that's up for debate. Right on. What was the question, Rashani? Oh, do you as a black person feel a responsibility to always make sure you consume immediately consume black art? Um, 
It depends on the situation. If the same weekend a black person drops their art and mm -hmm. a white drops theirs, mm -hmm. I will probably go watch. Unless it's, you know, there's a list of the whites. So I'm like, yo, I got to go check that out. But Brian say it again. Brian Cranston, I'm still, I'm still not watching that show that he's on because I don't really trust. I don't trust. It him. looks like a, the, another judge show. Yeah, the judge, everybody's saying it's great, but I really just don't trust he's Brian. Breaking Cranston Bad, anymore. but he's a judge. I just don't. I don't. I don't trust. I'm covering up more crime. I don't trust his choices, man. So I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to have to take him off my top top five list. So I'm being careful to watch it. But everybody's telling me somebody even gave me their account to watch it. But uh, I don't know. But like, if Tyler Perry came out the same weekend that the guy on Chris's arm came out, then I probably had to go watch Tyler Perry first. Yeah. But 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 that does not mean that they are free from criticism. Okay, because if I go watch your stuff and it wasn't right, I'm gonna let you know it wasn't right. Just like that that that, that Louisiana restaurant I went to the other day. I'm not gonna say their name. Popeye. I went to a Louisiana restaurant, small business, black owned business, and I ordered my food. I paid twelve ninety eight plus a three dollar tip. And if gave, you say it had lettuce in it, I'm gonna be so mad at you. Wasn't the lettuce? <laughs> It wasn't the lettuce. I went outside and I waited for it for 20, 25 minutes-ish. And I thought it was about to be something nice. They gave me three small pieces of chicken. I ate it and then was just like, damn, I'm hungry. It's lame. I hate when they do that to you. And I was just like, bro, like, I was trying to go to Panda Express, brother. I was trying to give my money over to our friends in Asia. And I came to you because I wanted to support your business. But guess what? I'm no longer coming back here because I'm $15 poorer and a lot hungrier. Right on. What size did you get? Bean size? Like what kind of, what you mean size? That, like <laughs> you just got chicken? You didn't get sides? Like I mad? ordered a meal and the meal was three pieces of chicken. What about red beans and rice, fries? Yeah. yeah, the little not even the you know what that's too nice because McDonald's is a little higher in quality, but they they gave me you know the ones that you could just and then scored it on it. They gave me one of those and they gave me three packets of hot sauce and I paid sixteen dollars for that and that's that's wrong, bro. <laughs> Keeps going up. I because I paid yeah. I paid twelve ninety eight and I gave three dollars in tip. Got yeah. it. Got no you size for thirteen dollars. There was me. there was no size. So that's the type of thing that I'm like. I will go support your business, but you're not above criticism. If you did so, if you did me wrong, I'm. I mean, too bad. Speaking of, I took uh, a look at some black art, and I watched Jingle Jangle this oh. weekend. You watched, you watched Jingle Jangle. I watched Jingle Jangle. I really liked that. That was good. Really. It was a cute movie. Okay, I hear that some people are putting in their top five uh, Christmas movies. It reminded me of uh, the numbers. Reminded me of uh, 
the greatest showman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like that opening number in the in the snow and everybody's like God, with the top hats. Reminded yes. me of Greatest Showman. Now, this might just be me. This might be a film nerd person type thing. But when you were watching it, did you feel like they didn't need to shoot everything at like 1.2 aperture? Like you felt the same thing? Okay, because I was watching it and I was just like, damn, like y'all could have just bumped this thing down to like seven and I would it would have been a nicer yeah. shot. You know, I thought I was the only person. So everything was like the person in the foreground was sharp and then everything in the back was It looks like us right now on Skype. Yeah. And I was like, you guys could have used that a little bit more um, like strategically, you know, and not every shot. Because I even saw a wide shot where the people in the front were dancing and they were out of focus. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, ah. You know, but outside of that, yeah, especially was, during the dance numbers, the big ones, you have yeah. to make sure everybody really see can. everything. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I would have even probably said like shoot that at like twelve or something. You know, whatever. But these huge dance numbers, let everybody be seen. I don't. I wouldn't want to be sweating and dancing my titties off. And <laughs> you damn. can't even see me. Right, yeah, you can't even see me. You got to see me in the credits. Like, come on now. But outside of that, fantastic movie. I enjoyed it myself personally. You know, uh, I could have done it. Without the music, but uh, outside of that, yeah. Nah, that makes a Christmas movie ninety percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, I don't know. No, nothing is better than Evito right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> That's a callback to an old episode. I really, I really don't. I really don't know what why that upsets you guys. Evito is so fantastic, and it has one of the most costume changes in any movie ever. It's not upsetting. That's the only fact you bring up. It's this just musical. surprising. Very Why surprising. Is it surprising? It's great. I, it You're talking is. about the movie or the mu- yeah, actual movie. musical? The no, movie. no, the movie. The movie. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't ride with you. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? I've seen the movie and I've seen the show. Well, the show, I'm sure, is not good, but the movie, you didn't like it. I'll. I. I'll give more leeway to the show, which I don't really like. The movie, I no, I did not like at all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, uh, anything else in music? Music, music. Anybody drop that you guys like? Well, my topic okay. is an anniversary. It'll be two days past when you guys hear this, but it has been seven years since we were graced with the self-titled album that changed music forever. 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 Beyonce. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. Me and Beyonce. Let me go. Let me go check to see which album is the Beyonce album. Because there is one Beyonce album that I really, 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 really like. All I think of you, you like four. Yeah, you this like four. This is the one with Drunken Love. Yeah, this is right. This is after four. You sure it's four? Go back and see I think quick. so. Four has Party, Run the World. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. one, too. Four is that one for me. Four is that one. So Beyonce came out with the album uh, seven years ago. The surprise drop that now everybody does. Right. And that's when she was dancing on the beach with Jay. Well, that 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 has XO in it. XO. All right. That's my jam right now. Partition. Bangers. 
Below. Man, what a it's good just time. A, it's a perfect album. Is it perfect? Yeah. It's, it's perfect. a perfect album. You even like that song with Drake? Mine? I love that yeah. song. <laughs> Yeah. See, now nah, I'll be a Drake fan this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I want to go listen to it. I honestly feel like that's one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. That is your opinion <laughs> or your wrong opinion that you are entitled to. It is. It is. Yeah, I know. But and didn't the the video what the video came out shortly after, right? Because I feel no, she like released, I... she released everything at once. That's right. All, that's all right. seventeen videos and. Oh, that was the album that had the 17 videos? Mm-hmm. Damn, they gave her the bag for that one. My goodness, 17 videos. No promo, no hinting. It just, I pulled up iTunes and it said Beyonce. And I was like, what the hell is happening? You're about to go to bed and then. Got to, I just finished an episode of Scandal, a real good episode of Scandal. You remember which one? He remembers the exact date. I do. I do, because it was me, Carmela, and my boyfriend at the time and we had and we went and got food we went and got wings i think mm, come on we wings. Got Ooh, i know what wings mm. $16 yeah. wings look at her getting excited for some seven-year-old wings <laughs> <laughs> they were good they have good ranch there <laughs> good good ranch does it does do something to you. Blue yeah, yeah, blue cheese. and um pulled out the the itunes and it was just like all there ready, immediately bought. And Question just... for you. What phone did you have? I had an iPhone 4 or 5, I believe. Yeah, those seem like architects now. I don't know. I think it looks like what the 12 looks like now. I have that little block. Mm-hmm. I think that was, the edges. that was before. You know the album, Chris? The Beyonce album, yeah. Yeah, you do know. I do actually know that one. I wonder if she performed it at a Beachella. I don't really remember. Yeah, she did. Oh, okay. Not All everything, right. but it was like most Thumbs of the song. I think she probably did because that show was about seven hours long. Um, but Chad, my back was hurting. Down <laughs> <laughs> <Found> somewhere. <laughs> I sure did. Until people started stepping on me. Um, <laughs> Kelly will be the one guy with a lawn sit chair. on the ground. I did, but a little background to that: that's that was pre-spine uh, surgery, and my right. back was like not happening. I sat down in a weekend show too, and somebody stepped on my fingers, and then I grabbed them by the calf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can picture one dude out the crowd. You're like, no, it's funny because they was like, we just saw a hole in the crowd, so we was just trying to fill it. I was like, don't talk about the hole being that big. I'm not that big. So, yeah. What are you judging me for? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Thank yeah, you. So that much. was that was my. Um, I'm re- I really love that album, so I'm glad. I feel like everyone is just trying to do the Beyonce surprise drop for the last seven years. That's about to go away. Maybe. It's about to go away because the numbers are not reflecting it, you know. And <clears throat> let's see. When when the number when do you remember when Drake dropped views? I think it was that the was next year. Like the next year, okay, that's twenty sixteen. No, twenty sixteen. Well, that would be like twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. 
Drake dropped views, and now I want to say that's the last album I saw incredible promo for. They had a Snapchat. Um, that was uh, Little Drake. Little Drake. They had that. That was even they that put wasn't that even on Snapchat. people's shoulders and shit. Yeah, he put that, and then they had the one with the eyeballs. They had the posters on the bus. They had the uh, posters all over the billboard. They had all that stuff, and then that album he did a million first week. So, so views uh, came after, right after Lemonade. Okay, so you see what I'm saying? Like, I think Beyonce did that, but Beyonce, not everybody's Beyonce, and the people right. who are trying that, they're coming back with you know, uh, uh, ten thousand sales in the first in the first week, and it's like, you you know what? You probably should have done the media cycle, went on Jimmy Fallon. You know what I mean, you should have done a little bit of that. Uh, so that's that's about to go away, especially with 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 COVID. I think when COVID ends, people are just dropping music right now and the numbers are dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. Eventually, people are going to be like, all right, let's put some money behind this. Let's, you know, let's come out with an album that people are going to care about, you know? Yeah. And that's why that's why I think Bruno Mars is right now. And Adele. Yeah. Adele is on a treadmill somewhere. Well, she was on SNL. She's not dropping no album, though. That's for sure. I feel like she has it. I feel like it's ready. It's just yeah, sitting there waiting for like it. a good time. That's what I'm saying. Like there's so much of money that's messed up right now. Cause even every even like Taylor and Kid Cudi, they like a week out, they'll just release the album cover or they'll be like, It's coming. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, surprise album in three days. Beyonce yeah, just so like good. dropped that shit. Like those, are, the, those are different artists. You know, Beyonce has a certain <clears throat> fan base that she probably could drop the album while she's still recording it. Okay, she could. Yeah, because okay. even, even Lemonade, like on HBO, a month out, you saw the, the poster and you were like, oh, she's doing something. I Let me see like, what Beyonce did first week. I want to say it was about 300000 For It was 800 Oh, for real? For self-titled? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. She got that audience that, you know what I mean? But not everybody's Beyonce. Not everybody's Taylor Swift. Even Kid Cudi. You know, I I think people knew that he was going to put this out, but uh, I mean, uh, he's definitely holding on to the fact that he had he's naming it Man on the Moon 3. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not all Beyonce, I'll tell you that. Nobody's Beyonce. Yeah. Even the cachet of uh, Beyonce. But let's see what she... Uh, what she did first week. Um, so she did about eighty thousand the first three hours and four hundred thirty thousand the first twenty-four album and first twenty-four hours. Uh, on the second day, she did one twenty, and oh, she she released it late. So normally they would release it on a Thursday or do a three a three-day sale. She did a two-day sale and she got uh, five fifty. After that, and the three-day sales cycle, she did six seventeen. So, I mean, she's she's doing her stand numbers. But I will say this: if if they invested a little bit into um, putting out and putting out promotion for that album, she would have done one point five million for sure. But I think by now, it's like it's got to be platinum. Like more over, like over. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Once or twice over. If Beyonce sells her catalog for one hundred fifty million dollars, you guys calling her dumb? Uh, no, cause she'll never do that. 
Never call Fiance. He's irrelevant in English. Irrelevant, because Beyonce and Dumb in the same sentence is not gonna happen. But the truth is, Lil Wayne probably has more sales than Beyonce. Let's keep it a thousand. What? Lil Wayne probably he probably has more sales than Beyonce. After what you just read? For sure. Okay. Much. And I, I I say this because I know it's a fact. But uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne's, um, he had, he had an album that hit three or four million, was it? And it was physical copies, like three million got off the shelf. Let's see, are Carter. We, are we factoring in Destiny's Child? Because. Um, I did not, know. The splits are different than that. She got to share that with three. Yeah, I would say just go on Beyonce, not Michelle. All right, so uh, he did 1.3 on Carter 2. And then he did Carter 3. He did um, uh, 1.1 million on Carter 3. Um, The Carter... He did less, 878. Rebirth, he did um, wow, what a big drop, 176,000. I don't know if that factors in streaming, but I do know that Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's streaming numbers are more like sales, sale numbers are, uh, Higher than Beyonce. But what I think the difference might be is the fact that when Lil Wayne's music sells, people stop listening. Well, let me not say they stop listening to it, but they that Beyonce's album is in rotation like the first week it was coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like people are still listening to that in the shower. Are those so. numbers that you're citing like over time or first week? Let's go back. Okay, let's see. First week, 176 on Rebirth. And... So let me look up B. Say it again? I'm going to look up Beyonce. Okay. Okay. And then in the second week, went to 89,000. Rebirth, I don't think, did very well at all. But that was... I think. Oh, that was when he tried to become a rock star. He was putting out a rock album. <laughs> yes. If you guys remember that. But yeah. then the uh, I am not a human being did first uh, did one ten first week, so I, I think that there's a difference. There's a little bit of a difference, but he also has more of a catalog than Beyonce does too. I'm looking at her albums, and again, this is overall, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have any that are under a million. First week, not first week. That's what okay. I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, the thing is, I'm sure over time, they're always going to, it's always going to hit a million. You know, when you got a Beyonce, when you got a Lil Wayne and those type of things. But that's why I say, I think Beyonce's music probably has a little bit more longevity than yeah, Lil Wayne's music. I don't think 11, look, 11 million, 8 million, 5 million. What are you looking at? Just overall sales. On uh, Wikipedia? 
No. This is oh. on Billboard. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so Lemonade, her last was her last was two point five. Lemonade has two point five? Mm-hmm. Right now? Isn't Lemonade people say that that's her best album ever? Yeah, but I think it came out in a different time. This is like copies. Oh. Okay. All right, well, I'd have to go back and check Lil Wayne's again then. Um, But, yeah, what do you think Beyonce's uh, masters are worth? Don't say a billion. I was going to say a bill. (laughs) Yeah, a few bill, at least. Like... A few her, bills. Her singles yeah, are just like, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe because I remember Jay Z said that his music catalog is worth about seventy-five million dollars, if I remember that quote correctly. So if Beyonce is world icon, everybody knows who she is. I can imagine that it'd be at least five times more. And even then, I don't think it touches a billion yet. But maybe 500, 500, 600, I could, I could probably sit with that. But even then, that might be, that might be a lot. I don't know. It, who's hotter, Taylor Swift or Beyonce? Beyonce. Beyonce. Beyonce is hotter than Taylor, not like in the streets. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they both put out an album first, same week, who's who's getting more sales? Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, uh, no. What? Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Taylor has some kind of magical spell on the first week. She does. Beyonce probably can get four hundred thousand. You know, on a let let's say they both have the same marketing strategy. They got the billboards. They get the Instagram um, filter. They get a Snapchat filter. They get they get everything. They they sell themselves out. They both. One does Jimmy Kimmel, the other does Jimmy Fallon. They really go out and promote this album. Yeah. Taylor Swift is going to get two million first week. No. Beyonce has what I don't, I'm not sure, so I don't want to say, but I'm not sure if Taylor Swift has this. Beyonce has crossover. Taylor Swift does not have crossover, but you got to remember there's more people who look like Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's <laughs> true, but people that look like us support and droves yeah for sure like for sure but taylor taylor has been getting a million first week for the past like four albums beyonce has not got any first week ever i i i think put them on even ground like you're saying with promotion and build up i think beyonce takes it Damn. All right. Well, you know what? Before we go on break, we're going to tell you guys this. Everybody who's listening to the podcast right now, and I mean to tell tell us to Carmelo, we're going to put it on our own Instagram page this upcoming week. Now that we've said it out loud, we're going to have a Black Sausage Instagram page, and Carmelo's going to manage it. But um, let us know, pound for pound, album comes out first week, who's doing more sales in the first week, Taylor Swift or Beyonce? We'll do a poll. Mm-hmm. We'll do a poll. We'll on do a the poll. stories. All right. Everybody share, please. All right. And we're going on break and then we'll come back shortly. Sick. 
All right, welcome back to the Black Soldier Podcast. All right, so we, we're done off of music. Uh, I actually really did not expect that we're going to have an hour-long conversation about that, so I appreciate you guys' candor this week. All right, so who else uh, brought their conversation to the table today? I did. Hey, what's up? So we're in the Christmas season, so I wanted to ask you guys a question. When... Did you guys stop believing in Santa? When did you find out that he wasn't real? Uh, unless I'm telling you guys now. He's not real. <laughs> so sorry, Chris. Damn, that's it for Chris. No dad, no Santa. No dad, no Santa. What's the difference? Can't find either. Uh, shoot, I don't even remember. I don't know. I maybe. Sorry, go Chris. 10, 10 or 11, maybe? Okay. It wasn't too early, but it wasn't too late either. Was it a moment like where you sad or you were just kind of like, all right, moving on? No. Once I realized Tim Allen is Tim Allen and not Santa, <laughs> that was like, all right. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Um, mine was a moment. Okay. I wrote a, a list to Santa because I only got one Christmas gift from my parents growing up um, once. And <clears throat> we never had a tree or anything like that. And I, I'm not really 100% sure why they gave us a gift that year. But they put it under our bed. And I got a Bible. And I wanted a racer scooter, and my mom was like, yeah, you'll get one. And then she never gave it to me. So uh, she got me a, a kid's Bible, and I think my dad gave me $20 um, at the the next day. So the next year, I was like, it's lit. I'm about to have a, 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 a amazing Christmas. And I'm pretty sure I saw Santa Claus. I'm not disputing it. But um, that's a story for another time. But... I wrote a list for Santa and I put it on my wall. And I walked outside. There's a couple of guests that came to the house. They was all looking at me like some cool kid. I was like, yeah, you know what the vibe is. We're here. We're hanging out, chilling. I was playing piano for them, you know, feeding them cookies and whatnot. They was like, yo, let's go play in your room. And I walked in there. And this is not a kid. This was like a 19-year-old. He walked in my room. He looked on the, on the, uh, on the wall. He kind of smirked a little bit. And I was like, let's play with these cars, brothers. Play with the cars. And he started playing with me. And then he was like, I'll be right back. And so he went outside. I went out the room. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait for you in the living room. He came back with my list in his hand. He was like, yo, who wrote this stupid-ass list? And I was like, me? And he was like, a boy your age writing a Santa Claus? Doofy ass, stupid ass guy. I was like, oh. Oh my God. Yeah. And then uh, that was the day I was like, man, give me that list. And I like threw it away. And I was like, all right, that's it. I'm not writing the same closet no more. And I didn't get a gift that year. So. How old are you? I know. So oh, I was God. still in Fort, I was still in Fort Lauderdale. So I had to be, this is definitely before second half of the eighth grade. So I probably was maybe 10. Nine or ten? Mm-hmm. I don't even know who that person was. I hope that guy's missing his metal toe. Man, that's crazy, man. Spread love and kindness, man. 
<laughs> you know, he's not like super inconvenienced, just slightly. Yeah, he just kind of be like, uh, I feel like a little, 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 it's kind of breezy down there. <laughs> <laughs> I got so much room. <laughs> what about you, Rashani? This one foot got a, it's a size eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two different size shoes. <laughs> um, I'm pretty, obviously, pretty, pretty religious. So I don't know that I ever knew about Santa once I was older. So I think it was just like, it's Christmas. Oh, there are pictures of me as a toddler with with Santa. A white Santa or a black one? I was gonna ask that. Uh, who's white? But it was just like a mall Santa, so I'm I'm in a, I'm sitting in his lap and stuff. But once I was eight or nine, or I I don't ever remember having a recollection of, okay, go to bed because Santa's gonna put the cookies out. I could totally be wrong. My parents are gonna be like, you idiot. But they would I never. Don't remember. Did y'all I think... put out cookies? Yeah, that's all. I, I, yeah. Actually, my dad definitely did put out cookies. I never did. I did not. What? I was told. Okay, so for you, y'all, did Santa bring you? Did Santa bring you presents, or he put stuff in your stocking? Both. N- nothing. <laughs> he brought he brought me one big gift, and then he put stuff in stocking. No, I was always told he's gonna put some stuff in your stocking. Chill, <laughs> like. You wake up tomorrow, you're gonna be stuff in your stocking. And then I wake up and there'll be like Lilo and Stitch on DVD on the stocking. I'm like, yo, Santa, you the bomb. That's so cute. Such as me. <laughs> yeah, pretty early on, I remember it just amounting to, what do you want for Christmas? Mm, I, I, I would hate ask. asking that. Yeah. I would ask for it and then it would. It would just be there. It would just be there. And <laughs> to this day, that's how MacBook. I ask for it. It just showed up. It's the space grave. <laughs> now it's not my parents anymore. Yeah. It's my daddy, not my dad. You know. <laughs> this, this took a turn. <laughs> but you still gotta, you still gotta ask for what you want. <laughs> you still that's gotta life. sit on his life. Yeah, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> So you, guys, you, you guys don't talk about this heathenistic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Never. <Santa> or <laughs> I'm trying to be yo. I'm trying to be mature this episode. And Rashawn coming over here talking about daddy. <laughs> daddy change the dynamic. So get me started. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I actually did put out the uh the cookies. We put out carrots one year. Um, and I always used to wake up the next day and ain't nobody took a bite out of them or nothing. And I was just like, damn, my dad couldn't even fake it. Like right. you clearly, you clearly took me to the store to go get these key blue cookies and you didn't even want to take one bite out of them or just throw it away or something like y'all the worst, man. <laughs> so when you have kids, are you going to do the whole thing? A hundred percent. You have to. Yeah, I got to. Take a few I, bites out of the cookie. For sure. For sure. It's just, it's a must. Like. You know, my Santa might be Puerto Rican, but outside of that, you know what I mean? That's yeah, it. Man. That's Doesn't all. Matter. More festive Santa. Yeah, he'll come right on in there. Hola. How do you say kids, Chris? In Spanish? Uh-huh. No, How do you, you say tell it? me. No, you tell me. I'm asking you. You're the Latinx. 
You said kids? Yeah, kids. I say kids. Niños. Hola, niños. Puercos. Yo eres <laughs> muy Santa Claus. And I was like, for sure. Boom. I would definitely do it. And I'll get them the razor scooter that my parents never got me. Oh, oh you're going to dress up. I'm not going to dress up, no. I'm still ten See, Caucasian families, they take the bite out the cookie and then they put boots in powdered sugar. Yes. And put it leading up to the thing. Wait, what like, is that's too much. To the what fireplace. To the fireplace. From the fireplace to the plate of cookies and to the tree, they put their boots on like powdered sugar or like flour. So it looks like he came out the snow, walked to the fireplace, from the fireplace to the to the cookie. tree, to the plate back out so cute I, i'm gonna do that yeah that's kind of that's kind of hard though that's kind of hard don't don't say it's just for the colonizers i like that one i do that but i make the kid clean it up next morning <laughs> okay, See, for, my, for my nephew we did um like uh we got like this you can get the app where santa calls you now oh. i've seen that yeah, and then you just like put in their information, like their name, their age, some of the stuff they're into, and then you talk to Santa. And then we like had him in another room and we knocked on the door and left a little gift. And it's like a little bag of oatmeal and like a bag of glitter, like mixed together. And it's for like reindeer, reindeer food. Uh, so you like leave it out on your front step the night before on Christmas Eve. That way, Santa has something to eat, the cookies, and the reindeer has something to eat, too. So you do this for your nieces and nephews, Carmela? Because I know you say you didn't want to have none of these little grubby-headed kids coming up into your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I haven't been home for Christmas in a while, but the last time, which was, like, maybe three years ago, that's what I did. I get Damn. super into it. I would die if that Santa app did it all robotronic. You put it on the information, <laughs> you're like, hello, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Bosley, Bosley. Bosley. Sure. Do this every week. <laughs> go, go investigate who that is. All right. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Have you guys ever had to have a Christmas where you didn't get any gifts and then your mom sent you to your friend's house and they was opening gifts and then they realized you was there without nothing? So they gave you one of their gifts from the year before? That's oh. very specific. Can't that say... Happened. Happened to me. <laughs> was I it wonder wrapped? who that happened to. <laughs> what happened? Did they wrap it or they were just like, oh, here? I don't know. Nah, it, was, it was a gift from the year before. They gave me some like dollar store headphones they, and it wasn't even open. They were just like, we didn't want this last year. We still don't want it this year. So, <laughs> and you know what? I was so excited. I was like, damn, somebody got me a Christmas gift? Wow. This feels amazing. Thank you. I was so excited. So do you have a Christmas tree now? Because you didn't have one when you were a kid? No. It, to be honest with you, this... I, well, I wanted one once I hit adulthood, but I never got it. But this year doesn't really feel like Christmas. It doesn't really have that feeling to it. No. Yeah. Well, I think it's because there's, like, maybe things you would do before. Like, when we were like, oh, we'd go right around and, like, look at lights or... I don't know. I don't it's know. Like, it feels like July right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I remember the first year. You remember the first year where it like did not feel like Christmas at all? I think we all experienced that when we were like 20. 
like yeah. 19 or 20 something like where it's just like damn i just i'm just trying to pay rent this month like yeah, yeah. it's kind you know? of like a little bit sad because you're like wow christmas truly is like wrapped up in like your mom or your dad like doing something for you or just like creating this environment and you're like i don't really have that i have to do it have to create my own and if i can't afford it i'm really not feeling the vibe you know i think it's also the fact that we're in la and we don't really have seasons yeah, like, yeah that's you know what i mean when i go outside and i was doing a family for a uh, family photography thing in there their thing was christmas at the beach and i was just like that's so lame like not 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 to say that their thing is lame but it's lame that we don't have seasons like right. i wish that you know i wish it just snowed a little bit here it don't gotta it don't gotta be a snow storm but i mean just a little something different you know mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get my fall vibes on you know but now i'm just sitting here wearing a tank top let my neck uh, my nipples hang out like this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular day for kelly tell me about it. regular regular day so you gotta stay in shape all season, like all year in LA. It's just so whack, man. It's whack. <laughs> I do the opposite, just out of spite. Yeah, right. I stay out of shape all year. Good. Fuck LA. You might you might be surprised, but I kind of saw the strategy, Chris. Oh, I'm 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 uh, I see you as observant, <laughs> extra observant, because not everybody saw that. No, no, I see that. I saw that picture of you in high school the other day. I was like, golly. Yeah. Chris was like a size 12. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Now I got a special order in my pants. It's a whole thing. I don't want to get into it. Stop (laughs) it. You ever go to Walmart and they don't have your size? And you're like, you have to shame walk to the big and tall section. I'm like, I'm not even that tall. So they know I'm just a biggie. (laughs) Biggie. It'd be the most shameful thing. And then they got to price the jeans up a little bit more because they got to use a little bit more material. Mm, material. Yeah. The regular jeans is like $6.99. You get the, regular, you get the ones that for you is like $11.13. You're like, damn. But you I'm feel kidding. good, though, because while you were huge in regulars, you were small and big and tall. <laughs> <laughs> it feels horrible either She's way. like, oh, snap. I'm a small... In big and tall, yeah. In, in the in the BATs, yeah. <laughs> you feel like you feel like garbage when you don't get the uh, self checkout, and then they go they go out. The ladies huffing and puffing to pick your pants up. It's yeah. like, damn, damn, what's in this basket? <laughs> it's just pants. They don't scan right. Yeah. Betty, I get pressure on big and tall pants. <laughs> Star sixty four pants with really, yo. Shut up, yo. Hey, yo, keep it down. <laughs> I didn't have a little bit too much spaghetti this year. Yeah. All, I mean, relax. I want to talk about how you're finding jeans that are $6.99. You'd be surprised, but most of my clothes is pretty damn cheap. I do not spend money on clothes, but that's why I look like garbage. <laughs> you do not. No. I got a tribute the other day with your little khakis on, little green coat. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Chris, what's your topic? (laughs) (laughs) Pause. Pause. (laughs) 
Chris, what's your topic? My topic is about how you were wearing them khakis with a green sweat. <laughs> 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 why, why don't we elaborate on that? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how to dress. I need dress. I need dress help. Dress you got help. to look with the sweaters, though. You be wearing some comfy ass sweaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because they don't um, absorb moob sweat. Moob, man boob. Got it. Yeah, man. That's what mm-hmm. it is. I try to look like Biggie Smalls whenever I can, just so people just see like one big color when I cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get hit. Yeah, yeah. I start wearing the uh, tight stuff. People, people do see me, see me, but it's for the wrong reasons. They go, "Yo, a beached whale!" Like, damn. Hey, yo, put put your shirt down. <laughs> <laughs> I start getting weird requests. Yo, yo, take it off. I'm like, yo, yeah. stop. I'm a guy. <laughs> Chris, what's your topic? Talk to me. Um. Uh, we're gonna have a new permanent podcast space soon. Ooh. Um, I am moving first of the month, and we I have a whole garage space that I can gonna convert into a studio space. So we will now have a permanent podcast space for us to chill, talk it out. You don't have no more setups. We just sit and go. And what I want for that is. For all of us to take a mandatory vacation so that we can start the pot off fresh. And on the vacation, we get the vaccine. That's, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. The vaccine? Yeah, you know, because, I mean, y'all know I don't like the Zoom show. <laughs> we could so, also just get tested. Yeah, probably have to do that before the vaccine. A little easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to think about that. For sure, for sure. So, congratulations on your new spot, Chris. Congrats. Yay, yeah. congrats. Hey, it's going to be fun. That means you and Sam are parting ways, right? Yeah, we're not too happy about it. He's pretty sad. Oh, I can see that. I don't know why you're... But he's moving. He's moving to um, Granada Hills. Mm. He's got a good spot up there. He has a good deal. <clears throat> he's going to be by himself? With his... With some family. I don't know how you can leave Sam, man. I don't know how you can leave. I don't know either, because I gotta tell you, he's the easiest person to live with of all time. Like as much quirky antics we get into, like it's the easiest. I'm like, are you doing laundry? Nah, cool. All right. Are you hungry? Yeah. All right, cool. We just go get some some grill. We didn't think twice. Like we don't have to worry about shit. Hey, we're out of toilet paper. I stole some from work. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> easy peasy. Like it's easy. <laughs> Well, hopefully he comes and he works um works the uh, show for us because uh, yeah. you know I know Carmel likes to see them forearms. It's true. But listen, it brings production value up, right? Well, so he definitely brings something up. Mm-hmm. He 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 does. All right, so we have a couple more things to talk about. So I am not going to get too in depth about this, but in the vein of keeping it somewhat around. Our friend, somewhat, I guess, Shia LaBeouf is in hot water this week. Oh, boy. Boiling. He's still your background? No, I had changed. 
um, my background to copper a while back, and I think it was oh. just time. Right on. I told Carmela she had to throw her phone away because. Yeah. Um, is anybody here surprised? Sadly, no. Like when that when the news dropped about um, twigs, right? FK mm -hmm. twigs. Uh -huh. I was just kind of like, "Fuck, man!" I wasn't like, "What?" It just because I know he's had. I read the article that you sent, and his ex girlfriend, and I think his fiance also, or his ex fiance. He's ex had I think. or ex wife, yeah. <clears throat> he's had issues, so. And for this Sia to come too. out and see ya for them to come out it's just was like only a matter of time so i don't think really anyone is surprised in some of the More stories i said he was like headbutting them and he was crazy stuff just crazy yeah. shit it's sad to hear that but i he's also not somebody that i think is in their right mind either like you know when i think like when we talk about uh kanye i think kanye is a show like, I really don't think he's a crazy person. But Shia LaBeouf, that's not somebody that I think I would meet them and meet a different Shia than I do in real life or, or than I see in the media. You know, I think I would see exactly that person and be like, yeah, you're who they say you are. Right. Um, so it's just sad. It's just sad uh, across the board. Um, but it, it definitely tells me that there's something wrong with him. Um, it's not the same thing as what everybody else gets accused of. It's, mm -hmm. It definitely sounds like like mental manipulation type of stuff that's in there that the average person is not going through. And I right. think that he's he definitely got he definitely got to fix himself up because he released a statement, and the statement was just pretty much like. Yeah, I got issues, and I'm I'm sorry if my issues hurt people, but I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Right. Um, I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. I think he said he put himself in a twelve step sober mm -hmm. um, situation, but it's just like it's really sad to hear. Right. Sad to hear. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Are you guys gonna watch any of his movies? Uh... He has a couple coming out, huh? Yeah, he's, he's got like January. three, four maybe coming out. Yeah, yeah, you good? I'm good. I was good before, so it's okay. I always you like watch uh, Honey Boy. I did watch. I did. It. I watched Honey Boy and Peanut Butter Falcon. I liked Peanut Butter Falcon. You didn't like it, Sean? Um, I didn't dislike him. I just I wasn't on the on the wavelength of what it what the movies were. I also had some issues with like the whole blacklist thing and what is the it? what or not the blacklist, but he won. I oh, think it yes. was blacklist actually, but he submitted Honey Boy to a screenwriting competition and he won. And that was how that I was the beginning of how Honey Boy was produced. Is that a bad thing? Well, he uh, went under an alias, right? Is that correct? I don't believe so. But I could I could have sworn I thought he like went under a different name and then he won for it because people were just like dude you're Shia LaBeouf like you could just make it if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. Just I don't know if it's right or wrong. It just rubbed me the wrong way. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would say if it's it's wrong. It's just like kind of seems unnecessary. Yeah, there's no. Mor- I'm not saying there's any morality behind it, but if I had been in, you know, three Transformers movies, I don't know if I would be submitting myself to up and coming right. screenwriting competitions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, hopefully, you know, prayers to those ladies and uh, Shia too. I hope everybody comes out of this um, not broken and not severely damaged and I hope nobody has PTSD um, with this and you know at the same time um, I hope that whatever he whatever um, has to happen to him happens to him not in a negative sense you know more like on a criminal side but um, you know if, if that's not what it's called what's called for then I just hope that everybody finds uh, their peace mm-hmm. that's I think it's important um, all right I'm gonna get off of that all right so Something I wanted to uh, bring up that that came up the other day, um, <laughs> kind of interesting, and wanted to grab your your guys' perspective on it. So uh, two things happened, and uh, the first one is this: uh, Black Lives Matter put out a statement on Facebook. The statement says it has been 32 days since we requested a meeting with Joe Biden and, and Kamala. Is there some weird sound happening right now? A little bit. You're a little robot-y for a second. Me? I became a robot? Okay. I'm hearing, like, I'm hearing some like cars flying by and stuff. All right, so Black Lives Matter put out a statement on their Facebook page December 9th at 2.20 p.m. It said it has been 32 days since we've requested a meeting with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and we've heard no response. And they said on the night of Biden's uh, of the Biden-Harris victory, Black Lives Matter sent a letter requesting a meeting. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and uh, Cedric Richmond met with several civil rights groups yesterday, and we were not invited. Black life cannot wait. Creating thriving conditions for black communities in the 21st century cannot be put on pause. As the organization leading the largest global social justice movement, we demand a seat at the table. Followed by our guy, Sean King, Black in Question, wrote in tweets saying, I just listened to the audio from some civil rights leaders uh, from the meeting some civil rights leaders had with Joe Biden this past week. Very disappointing, all caps. First off, he sometimes projected rudeness and irritation. Worse than that, he basically told them that he was not going to do a lot of executive orders. Joe Biden then said that he's basically not going to commit to anything related to policing, police brutality, etc. Not even tiny, slow motion, incremental changes. Then muttered a bunch of randomness about defunding the police, which nobody there asked him about. How does that make you guys feel? <clears throat> does Sean King have facts? Like, is this out of fact? Oh, I love, I love that question. I love that question because uh, I think I think Sean King has um, he has some people on lock, and I don't think anybody really questions what he has to say. They just kind of go with it. Right. So, what facts are you asking for? Um, <clears throat> I guess just I mean overall, like, is that the truth? Was he in that room? You know what I mean? Like, I. How is he there? 
I think he heard a recording. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to hear this information from somebody else for it to be true. <laughs> okay. That's you know? fair. That's super fair. What about the Black Lives Matter statement? About them waiting? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Yeah, I'm glad that there's like a follow up about it and that they're just like, you promised us you gave us a list or like we gave you a list. You need to follow things through and we're waiting. Like I'm I'm I hope that he doesn't let the things that he says fall by the wayside, obviously. But I am really happy that the Black Lives Matter is like, what's going on? Where are we at? What, what, let's get stuff moving. Would you not consider it that it's it's just too early? Like, he just started, and I'm playing devil's advocate right now. This is not my personal opinion. But would you not consider that it's just too early? Like, he's still president-elect. He has no actual authority yet. So, you know, some people have said, just wait. Like, just wait until January, February, give him a little time, and then he can call you guys. I mean, that's fine, but then say that, you know? I think like saying nothing still says something, you know, like come out and be like, you know, I totally hear you guys. We're working on it. <laughs> something. Don't just not say anything. Did you expect this on behalf of the Biden Harris team? Um, no, because I feel like they're going to get shit done. But like, I mean, it is early. It is early. I don't I do agree with like, yeah, it is. It's early. But I think it just needs to be said, like, we we see you, we hear you, give us a moment. Okay. You guys? Yeah, yeah um, I think I'm glad, like Carmela said, I'm glad that they're keeping him accountable. I do think... There's probably so many people that are trying to get in touch with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Electoral College hasn't even voted yet. I think they vote this week. Mm-hmm. I think Trump is still trying to do whatever he's doing. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> good luck. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think his top priority, which I don't, I don't ever want to, you know, trivialize or minimize Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he is he's forming his cabinet. I think he's meeting with the COVID team, which he formed pretty immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look and there's you know, black churches are being defaced over the past week. So So I get it. There's emergent things that are need a response but um i'm gonna wait to see i'm gonna wait before i call him a liar right exactly i think too a part of it is like there was so much relief for people when he did get elected or when he won Mm -hmm. so i guess like still riding on that those coattails of the relief like okay you're the president now. What are you gonna do? You know they are. We are already wanting change, and we want it fast. 
because like he said, black churches are still being defaced. Things are still happening. And I think we just see it as, okay, he's in the position now. Let's start getting things done. But there's, it's not just as quick as, oh yeah, let me sign some papers and it, you know, it's not as quick as we think it, think it might be. Okay. Chris. Sorry. <clears throat> um, Sorry, I dropped something. Um, it's such a sensitive subject, you know what I mean? As as far as, it, yeah, he just started and all that, but he was making this promise his, his entire campaign. So it's like, you should have had something on the board. You should have had something ready, you should have something going, and then, I don't know if, Homeboy's gonna remember everything because he's kind of <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of up there, you know what I mean? He's gonna be like, what are we talking about? <laughs> That's probably what he was mumbling through the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's if it's that was your most of your campaign promise, and you're not ready yet. Like, what, what are you doing? What's what's uh, what's behind the curtain? You know what I mean? Right. I, and it, it would have said the same thing for any candidate, for anybody who was elected president. Like you have to look, follow the trail. You know, look at all that, read all the information, because what one person promises isn't exactly what what they mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I definitely think they should keep their foot, you know, on the gas and and hold him. Like I said, hold him accountable. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, there is a there is a pretty big pandemic right now. I think so that's, that's <laughs> the most important part though is holding them accountable because it's something that we said we were going to do. That we've held Trump accountable for everything he's tried to say. We got to do the same with the the other side. So yeah. All right. In Joe Biden's victory speech, he said, "The black people have my back, so I'm going to have theirs." Mm-hmm. Now. I think, like I said, going back to that Obama and the folks conversation, where I am very aware that these politicians, they repeat things based on how well things test, right? So a lot of times politicians run off of neutralization of immigrants, and then eventually when they become presidents, um, immigration falls to the very bottom because most of the time it's a hot topic to talk around in election time. And then uh, when you actually poll the American people, they're not really all that hot on immigration on like a borderless country. More people are are like, uh, no, let's actually be a little bit more conservative about this than they are about being liberal about the topic of immigration. This is why Obama didn't sign deferred action on, um, what was it, child, you guys know what I'm talking about, DACA, until late into his second um, term. Because though it is a popular thing to say when you are running, when when it's your turn to actually make it happen, all of the testing results come back to say like, oh, people actually don't really want this, or it's not something that people care about all that much. What I will give Joe Biden credit for is the fact that he actually did meet with some civil rights leaders. The, the reason why I bring this whole tested thing up is because Black Lives Matter, the organization, doesn't really have a great um, 
it doesn't have a great place amongst the people. Most people outside of their supporters think it's some like neo-socialist communist um, organization. So I think after that, that um, moment when Joe Biden was, he was projected the winner by the, the Associated Press, uh, there was that phone call because the Democrat, the Democrats had such a horrible outcome in the election. Uh, there was that photo, that uh, phone call that was leaked out that said we need to never ever say the word socialism ever again because it was going to cost them the uh, the race this time around. Go back to the um, Hispanic voter voters in Florida that left a socialist nation. They came to America and voted for Donald Trump. So they, uh, you know, and they had an ad. Joe Biden had an ad that literally said the word socialism in Spanish. And so they all voted against Joe Biden. So I think after that, um, after the election, and they realized that most people were kind of turning their nose up to socialism or to, to communism or whatever um, you want to call it, he, he made the conscious choice to say, I will meet with black leaders that most people like, most people um, trust. And if he was to just meet with a, a group of people like Black Lives Matter, who, again, most people feel like their their agenda is beyond and above the actual causes of Black lives. They have another agenda on top of that. Then it would have made him seem like he was a an extremist or a radical or somebody who's all the way left and people would have just been like oh whoa 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 we made the wrong decision so i think in his mind it was like okay i'm aware that we have these racial issues racial tensions in the country i have to be really 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 wise about who i speak to at least publicly um to at least showcase the people that I'm trying to make a difference. And I think that that was probably smarter on his part. Uh, Black Lives Matter may have, you know, been at the helm of most of the protests and most of the things that happened this year. But when you look at um, when you look at their trends, like their their social trends, it kind of spiked and then it went all the way down. And then when you when you do some research about them, more people are scared of the organization than they are a fan of it. So I think that Joe Biden is clearly aware that people have this kind of polarizing view of the organization, and it may not benefit him to, uh, to partner with an organization that that makes people feel uncomfortable. So he might as well just stick with the people that most people either don't know or are not scared of, and he could try to make change in that way. Now, what Sean King said about them not being any executive orders, anything like that, well, the truth is, what new laws do we need? You know, what, what executive orders are you searching for? You know, at the end of the day, he's going to come in and, uh, there are certain demands that need to be made, but most people don't even know what the executive branch does. You know, most people don't even know that. So the honest truth is, what is it that you want him to do? Executive orders for what? You know, uh, and I think that his messaging is just confusing more people. You know, uh, 
I think that there is an element of symbolism that comes with Joe Biden, where Trump, you know, people may have said that he incited violence or he incited this or he incited that, where on the Joe Biden side, he may be quicker, faster, or more vocal to, um, to, to call out what he considers to be bad, which I think is uh, a, a different element that he will be bringing to the office. So exactly what is Sean King looking for? What are his demands? What new laws does he want to um, Joe Biden to create? What what do you want? And how fair is it to trust you because you simply were not the guy who was in the room? We don't even know if you're black still, brother. So, you know, we still need to wait to see if the Carfax comes in to find out, are you Rachel Dolezal or what's, what's happening? You know, so I think at the end of the day, you know, I think Biden made a, a wise move to just be like, man, don't pick up the phone when these people call because I I trust, you know, the civil rights leaders or the activists a little bit more than an organization that is just so, we don't know what it is that they want. I mean, we do, but their their website leads us into multiple different ways and it confuses more people. And at the end of the day, if Joe Biden says that his actions and his presence in the White House is to unify the people, he has to consider the fact that the people are not just black people. He has to unify all of the races into one. So he has to make that choice to speak to the people that most people are comfortable with and not only a small group of people. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that. All right, let's go on break. All right, welcome back to the Black Stalgia podcast. All right, it's been a pretty mature and very nice conversation that we've had here today. I didn't even get to yell at all, so have fun. <laughs> any of you guys have anything that you want to talk about? I just really wanted to know your stance on Santa, so I got mine out. <laughs> Are we getting each other Christmas gifts? You guys want Christmas gifts? I'm glad I have some headphones from last year. Yeah, we got Dollar Tree headphones. <laughs> you, you could keep that. I won't be here for Christmas, so I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to be in Colorado the whole week. Oh, shoot. What? With who? Riding with horses. my mama. With your mom. She's moving there, so. Oh, that's right. She let Pookie take her all the way out to Colorado. To Colorado for a, a nice house. So <laughs> I asked, they got room for me. <laughs> no. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be really nice. So shout out to Sylv, man, our day one supporter. I don't know if she really listens to this, but she always likes our work. She does. Yeah. Also, Chris, we shouted you out on the company Instagram page. Your mom responded. That. Chris didn't she even say did. it. What did I she say? She said, this handsome mother lover, happy birthday. <laughs> That's my mama. <laughs> Chris didn't even say thanks to his mom. He was just like, eh, double tap. All right, keep it close. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, he feeling himself today, huh? Must have got yeah, him a white coat. So. She told me about it, too. She says she had commented, but I had forgotten to check. And you had too many? Yeah, so many comments. <laughs> what did okay. you do for your birthday? Oh, I did. I was it was a blast. I went to work, um, 
and then I had some dinner. Nice. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 27, 20, that's 27, though. 27, 27 is not like that. The 27 is, I feel like you're going to come to a lot of realizations. I think that's one of those years for people, 27. Yeah. Uh, 28 is going to be lit, though. <laughs> How you know? Because I won't be dealing with everything I'm dealing with now. I'm in the middle of a move, looking for another job. I gotta pack all this stuff, and then I gotta help my mom. This is gonna be a lot. Pandemic, that's not helping either. So, mm. yeah, it'd, it'd definitely be like that. Be like but that. you know, we get a do over birthday, so this year's doesn't count. So you'll be turning Sweet. 27 again. I'm ready. Nah, just go to 28, man. 27 is whack. I don't even remember what I did when I was 27, to be honest with you. Yeah. You guys remember? I remember who I was doing. <laughs> hey. No, no one. She's like, nah, it was no. <laughs> Get it. I was like, I know she don't remember. She had that ready, too. She didn't think twice about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I really don't. Exactly. 27 is one of those years you learn a lot and you don't really, you don't really realize that you learned that when you turn 27. Yeah. Hmm. Rashawn, what was what was the most pinnacle year of your life? Whoa. Uh, I don't know. Spot. Give me give me 20 more years and I'll answer that. Yeah. Ah, so far. You got 30 something years of living. 1 to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30. My late 20s were great. Great. 27 Aww, to 30 was... were great. 27 what? to 30 was great? Why? How do you take credit for that, Camilla? <laughs> I was going to ask. I was like, Camilla put herself in there. She was like, oh, because it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was there. Oh, she put the heart up and everything. <laughs> Aww. Hot. So 27 was 20, 20 to 30 was good for you. Why were they so great? Um, I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I, uh, I, I came into my own, like I'm, okay. I'm fully, fully formed. So you was on your last, your last phase, like you were freezer. You don't even know about that. Yeah. This isn't even my final form. Before he lost the tail. You don't know what I'm talking about? Pokemon? It's not Pokemon. I definitely not know Pokemon. I'm not a true fan. It's Dragon Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So what what made it so great? Was it like, was it the money? Was it uh, friends? Or did did you make an active effort to be somebody that you weren't before? Like, What's the vibe? Um, I think it was just right, right place, right time, right people, right mindset. It just all it was all cooking at the right time, and now I'm now I'm on a good path. Right. I think I think that's most people. I your twenties are just a, a trial run. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then towards the tail end. Not to say that you can't accomplish anything, or I didn't accomplish anything in my twenties. I totally did, but now I feel Optimus Prime. Oh, I watched Transformers. Right, right now. <laughs> we'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. 
<laughs> we'll give you that one. You get some. Anyway, I, I ain't watch that stupid ass show. <laughs> okay, so all right, got you. What about you, Carmelo? The year that changed you for to make you who you are today. The year or the decade? The year for you. The year. Not 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 the actual year. Not like twenty sixteen or something like that. But like the age. Hmm. Um, I feel like 25, because I think that's when I really started, like, I stopped partying, that whole phase was kind of, like, dwindling down, um, I was, like, at a job and, like, really working, and my paychecks were not just something I was, like, oh, it's, like, for gas and food, and, like, my mom still pays my rent, like, it was, I I felt, like, more adult, like, I was coming into adulthood, because I feel like 25 is, I guess, now, at 30, you're, like, that's still young, and at 40, you're, like, 25 is young, but I feel like 25 is a solid age where you're, like, okay, I need to grow up a little bit, I need to start taking responsibility and having responsibilities, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's when twenty-five. Mm. Chris, do you feel like you have that year yet? I was twenty-five was a pretty big year. I think twenty-five is when we made uh Uncle Ed. Ed. So that was a big like that was when I was like, oh shit, like I'm actually doing what I wanna do for a living. Mm-hmm. Like this is like I learned a lot that year too. I think we did a lot more like a, a different variety of clients we had that year so i was like that was two years ago two years ago and that was the, that was the wedding year no that wasn't 2017 nah. 2017 was the, wedding the year, year before that was the wedding year that was uh, that was a learning experience <laughs> <laughs> we broke some things uh <laughs> some stuff didn't come out the way it was supposed to that was a year yeah but shout out to jay yo shout out to jay <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jay. I hope you learn how to use a camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awkward. Anyway. No, that's my guy. That's my guy. See, he's been out but, there in uh, Eastern Europe. He's doing some things. Um, yeah, twenty-five. I would say I learned a lot, and that's when I really like. I said, "This is what I'm gonna do for a living. I'm gonna try to, you know." produce my own stuff and come up with different ideas and i think hbot's had just became a a thought in my mind hbot's was going to be my t-shirt making company it was called help a brother out tees because i was really poor (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh that didn't get quite off the ground because um it didn't work the way it was supposed to i bought a whole mess of material and it it broke like it didn't want to work so you know ran out of money for that so but it's it's a learning year (laughs) chris you stole me some t-shirts i still (laughs) i have two shirts right now actually that i wear all the time in the kko shirts all right i mean listen man you still got you still got the t-shirts i bought them at walmart yeah (laughs) um i would say for me aside from the year when i was born um it's so stupid. <laughs> that was the year that really made me who I was. <laughs> that is a fact, yo. I came out the womb different, yo. I'm telling y'all. Because, like, I ain't even going to give it to y'all like that. But I would say probably this year. 
in 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 2016, I I tried to do what I did this year, and in 2016, I failed, and I failed <sighs> super hard. Um, and then this year, I took this pandemic while unfortunately people were you know passing away and whatnot. But I took the time, and I said, All right, I'm about to re redo this whole thing and rethink it out as a as a different type of person and sitting where i am now it's kind of crazy like it's 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 kind of crazy just to see like when i whenever i open quickbooks i'm just like damn look at what i did this year you know and then i look at like my my vendor expenses and i'm like damn look at all these like it's just crazy it's just crazy to see this and to to know that I was so scared to take another shot because at the end of the year of 2016, I took all these risks to try and be who I wanted to be. And it just all failed. All of it failed. All of it. But then I was just like, oh, okay. Let me just take <laughs> let me just take a couple years. I went back to school. Let me see what let me see what I'm doing wrong you know, to find out what I'm doing right. And I, this entire story could be the exact opposite next year. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that it's about three times what it was this year. Because what what we did this year, just, I can't even believe it. You know, I can't even believe that this is who I am, you know. And, um, and trust anybody who's listening to me, I live in abject poverty, so please don't ever... Um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I just want to drive that home. I, I, I lived in I, 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 I'm poor. I'm poor. Okay, please. But um, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's definitely a trip, you know? And I, I, I kept saying before I turned 30, I want to do something really insane. I want to do something really, really nuts. Just to find out that the thing that's really, really nuts is just believing in myself. That's crazy, you know? Um, and there's so many things that I should be scared of, but I'm not anymore, you know? And, uh, yeah. The one, the one good thing is, I mean, listen, I don't have any kids. Yo, <laughs> count your blessings, because yeah. I'm glad uh, I don't have kids. Like, yeah, the kids situation this year would have just jacked up a lot of things. I would have been a security guard still, you know, shoot. trying to figure that out. But, nah, man, like, I think 29 did that for me you know 29 did that for me but we'll see and i think you know what i think mm -hmm. i never celebrate my birthday but this year i did and that's i think what that it was. was yeah i think that's what that's what it was it it's that i took value i put value on myself you know that's what I mean? important yeah because every year i just a man skip this goofy ass day you know but then this year i was just like you know what let's go to this oaxacan restaurant did I invite you, Carmel? You no, did, fine. but I, I was... I can't... Oh, I think I had to work. Damn, I would have been called the uh, Sephora boss. Yo, let her off, dog. I know, yeah. I would have gone too. But it was a... Uh, I think that that's what it is, you know? So next year, maybe I might have to do that again or something. Something... It's your 30th, you have to. <sighs> have to. What, what'd you say? <laughs> 30th. <laughs> I mean, we'll see about that, you know. I'm going to talk to the creator. 
about that. But uh, let's see. Uh, let's see some last little quick topics before we get up on out of here. Um, any anybody watching anything interesting? Anybody? Anybody? Huh, 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 huh? I just finished Big Mouth. Ooh, isn't that the You're show gonna... that they replaced the uh, black girl with a black girl? Jenny Slate, they... black girl. They only replaced her for like the last two episodes. I guess they had already filmed most of it by the time she said that. Does she sound different? She sounds like her. Barely. Whoever I th- I forgot her name. I had looked her up too. She's pretty close. She's pretty dang close to the Jenny Slate's voice. So that's awesome. But um. Uh, is Jenny Slate still on the cast? Because she does a bunch of other voices too. Yeah, oh. she's not playing the black girl. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. What else? Anybody? Big Mouth. Big Mouth is what was it? A new season? New season. It's it's crazy. It, they just they just keep up in their level of vulgarity every season every season i watched um the first episode of animaniacs rebooted i saw that they have an animaniacs yeah they rebooted it oh i didn't even know that there's so much that i didn't understand as a kid like i didn't realize that it was all innuendos for adults that clearly you don't get it as, as a child yeah but like their musical number is about politics and about like because they are coming out of the wb tower what 20 years later i think it is yeah and like they haven't been around so they don't know about cell phones they don't know about tiktok or anything so they're learning about it on the show it was cute it's cool i don't know if i'll like continue watching the whole show but it was very nostalgic oh did you are you still watching the Selena update? Selena update everybody. Uh I haven't I haven't gone to the second episode. So uh, I'm afraid tuned. to watch it. I'm I'm afraid. Yeah, it's a little it's a little slow. We're gonna see. Yikes. That sounds that sounds like it's worse than slow. Um Rashawn, you not watching anything? Another season of the victors? The Victors? Oh no, it just sounds like something you'd watch. <laughs> sure. Uh last night I watched right. a movie called Possessor. On what? Crazy. I, I rented it. It's from it was it's a it came out this year actually. Um it's like a sci-fi horror film. It was directed by the son of David Cronenberg, Brandon Cronenberg. Mm. If you've seen The Fly or Videodrome, Scanners. Was it all nasty? They have a nasty... Uh... It's pretty It's pretty gory and graphic. Yeah. It's Cronenberg. Um, yeah. He's very much his father's son. Um, but I... I... I, I am... I'm kind of speechless after I watched <laughs> it. It's, it's really interesting. I would recommend it if you have a strong stomach. Um, and if you're okay with kind of a slow, slow burn, I don't want to say much about what it's about, but it's, it's one of the most interesting things I watched this year. Okay. You definitely have to check that out. You said you rented it, so you had to pay for it? I did. uh, I rented it for five bucks. Oh, good. 
<laughs> I just wanted to feel like I was going to the movies, so I like turned the lights off and rented Five dollars. You know how many pennies that is? I do. <laughs> five hundred upon your head time, man. Nasty. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. I think I have not turned on my television. No, I ain't watching. I've been watching TikTok. No, I'm not really either. You guys still obsessed with TikTok? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I've, I've chilled been watching. out. I've chilled out. You you I've chilled out? You see, I told you. I told you. I had to just fucking not anymore. I told I you. I was in sleep. Oh, so you were you're so if you got on there right now, would you be on there for eight hours? No, because Marla is now obsessed with it, and like she'll send me videos just like through text, and like I'll watch those, and then I'll just like get off. Because I know I how, but I feel like, and you did tell me this, you did mm-hmm. tell me that it was going to suck me in for what, like two weeks, a month? <clears throat> Maybe like two I'm, months. Yeah, two, and months. it did. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, it's fine. And like, just, that's it. Yeah. It's crazy because when you get on that, you'll be like, oh, this is so good. And then you get off there and be like, yo, this was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some, like, I was thinking about it today. I was just like, if I was in high school... And TikTok was a thing. Would I have done it? And I don't know that I would have. I think I would have done a couple of videos and just just not had. I would have been lazy about it. Like, okay, that's enough. That's kind of um, how I am right now. Because I did those couple of videos that you know made the made the spreads. I got yeah. like fourteen thousand followers, and I said I've had enough of this. Yeah, and then, I mean yeah. I did that too. So it's just like I probably would have done the same, but. There are some people that are just so fucking good at it. Like, they are. I don't know how they keep on thinking of things. Right. Like, I'm good. I, I've even thought about like if, if I could promote my company on there, or maybe we could put some black stars and stuff on there. Big, big, um, big advertisement. I know. I know. I'm a TikTok creator and whatnot. They owe me 16 cents. I will come for it. But. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to keep up myself up. That's, it's not my platform. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And even that, this is how I know I'm so checked out of TikTok. My TikTok crush be posting and I get the notification and I just be swiping away. Like, ah. <laughs> not interested. Yeah. Get on board. Go get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You posting again? This is the third time today. Loser. <laughs> Find some ambition. Yeah. All right. What else? Anything else? Eh, you guys good? Good. All right. So before we um, before we sign on out, I I, I tested this uh, the Maluma song earlier before because I wanted to see if we could play music. I'm gonna test it out again. So um, does anybody have a song of the week? Oh shit! Ooh, Let me pull up my my music. Y'all use Apple Music, huh? You you just I use tell Spotify. Me. I use YouTube Music. <laughs> Ooh. Chris, you tell me I'll try and play it. Sean, you should. Yeah, whoever wants to go first, go for it. Play the song that you showed me, Rashani. Rashani. Um, I'll play a song by them. Okay. Tell tell me and I'll play it. Or I'll say a song by them. Okay. Um, it's called Uh Love. Um I'll do that. Uh, it's called Hey Pretty Moon by the War and Treaty. 
a pretty moon. Mm-hmm. All right.
I found them. I blew through all three of their albums. They're incredible. That's me listening. Woo. Also, fun fact: they're they're a married couple. Um, Michael and Tanya. He's a war vet. He had PTSD. Didn't know how to cope, and they ended up making music together. Uh, the wife, Tanya, was in Sister Act Two with Lauren Hill. She sings "His Eyes on the Sparrow" in that scene. Ah, I know exactly who that is. And we were just talking about Sister Act Two. Mm-hmm. Jack Reed's coming out. Y'all saw that? Yep. But yeah, that's her at the piano with Lauren Hill. Wow. That was called War and Treaty? The War and Treaty. War and Treaty. Damn, that was that was that was something right there. <laughs> how, y- how y'all gonna talk that? Yeah, he won the game, so <laughs> luckily we're not playing around. So all right, who's next? Carmela? Carmela, you muted. Carmela has muted herself. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm doing Blind Man by Xavier Omar. Blind Man or Blind Man? Blind Man. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Is it actually Blind Man? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. 
Chris, what you got for us? A little something fun? I do. Um, I'm going to go with Adeline by The Dip. Oh, Dip? <laughs> <laughs> Not Dip. Oh, Dip. Yo, yeah, uh, as I find this song, y'all see they got Vanish mode? Oh, yeah. That fucking freaky in a Vanish? I text you and it's going to disappear. What what uh, that mean? What that mean? Chris, you're in a relationship. DMs oh, oh, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Actually, no, this might be the perfect thing for you. So they got vanish mode in Facebook and Instagram chat now, so you could send them the message and then the message disappeared. Now, I mean, when homegirl pick up the phone, homeboy pick up the phone, they're like, I know you've been texting them, and then it goes back like no text messages. I can't see it. It was in vanish mode. It's sneaky. Instagram's on. Isn't that Snapchat? Snapchat. Shit. That was. It's Snapchat. That's how Snapchat started. It is Snapchat. But now it's just. <laughs> they just catching up. Yeah, they got the vanish mode for you. I mean, you know, for the criminals and the people buying prostitutes off of Instagram. I ain't even mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right here we got the drop out of line. What you're thinking Behind those eyes I can see your tears Spinning fast Adeline I understand Your inhibitions But listen to me please And I will Please Think about what I'd say to you. 
Anybody that that uh that uh like does dip? It? Yeah, they use dip, and then they be they be spitting in the soda can. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so gross. Yeah, we, I know, we know a couple, <laughs> quite a few, and some of them would pick bottles out the or use recycling and use that as their spit cup. <laughs> I mean, if you're putting that shit in your teeth, right. I guess why not? You know, that's not that's not cute to y'all. That's fucking gross. I can't believe people still do it. Yeah, nah, hell nah. Like, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And then you see Kill Me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, all right, so this right here is called Montreal by my guy Abel.
Montreal with my guy Abel, aka The Weekend. That was one of my favorite songs from the trilogy. That's a sample of a. Sorry, can I hear you? Say it again. It's a sample of a song that is used in a Quentin Tarantino movie. France Gall. Are they Canadian? Uh, she is. I think it's Death Proof. Mm. Have you seen That's Death Proof? I don't think so. I, I haven't seen very many Qu- Quentin Tarantino movies. I've only seen Django. I saw the movie when they were all in the snow. I saw um, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah, it's a, it's a, (laughs) she's French. Okay, that makes sense. Because this song is about Montreal and they speak French. Yeah, it's death proof. Yeah, I really, really like that song. I listen to it all the time. Um, Anyways, um, before we get into our nostalgia part, a couple of people have reached out to me since last week telling me that they need another Michelob Ultra episode. And I want to tell you guys this. I'm an entertainer for you people. Okay. I have had more uh, apple juice today, three times more than the Michelob Ultra episode. I'm here to serve you fiends. Okay. Podcast classic moments. We just need a random drunk episode. I've been trying to get them to do that, but yeah, I mean, listen, I don't want to listen. I mean, I'm down. You just let me know. Where I'm in. I mean, I don't drink because I'm a virgin, but I think ultimately. (laughs) You know, of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today was mature day, and maybe next week I might go back to having fun. All right, so <laughs> let's go ahead and go on to the things that we remember. Our nostalgic segment on the show. Let's round it out a nice way. Carmela, you're up. Oh my god. Okay. Do you guys remember? Um, those popsicle trays that you could pour like any juice into and then they had like a little top on and it had like the stick ah lit lit i feel like i could still do this now as an adult but i won't and as a kid you just love doing it because you feel like you're making something but honestly you're just putting juice in those trays and freezing them and then waiting i miss those I thought I was such a scientist with that thing. Honestly. You put your yeah. own different flavors up in there. Little Hawaiian punch popsicles. A little Capri Sun with a hint of splash or something else. <laughs> I don't know oh, what yeah. the hell you guys are talking about. Ah, <laughs> what? Come on. Popsicle trays. I have regular trays for regular ice. It's pretty much you the same. You can do the same but, thing. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, shout out to Trays with Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, who's next? Rashawn. Um, I miss after school snacks. And little grilled cheese. Little grilled cheese, maybe some Doritos on a plate with some shredded cheese in the microwave. Boop. Ooh. Don't 
I see all y'all's Somebody faces. Somebody fancy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you had Doritos? Uh, Dang. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> we, having... school, we had hunger. Yeah. Nachos del grande. <laughs> the kitchen. <laughs> um, it was not fancy and it was not very good. But My man it was that good life. <laughs> a little, oh, some fruit snacks. A little fruit sunny snack. tea. The only time I see fruit snacks uh, is if I'm dating somebody that got kids. <laughs> you know you could buy those, right? Nah, it's more it's more fun to take it from the kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you drink right. Sunny D on purpose? No. Yeah, I've recovered. Don't judge me. Sunny D is like Don't judge me for it. my past mistakes. <laughs> Sunny no, wait, hold on. No, 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 no. Don't say that because Sunny D is kind of fire, especially the uh mango flavor. Oh my god. You like mango and baby medicine? Chris, you don't, you can't smell. So what are you talking about? You like, you like that diamond tap taste? <laughs> Sometimes. Don't don't say words to me that I don't know. Sunny <laughs> D is fire. It the gives mango heartburn. No, it doesn't. Wait, it wait a second. Have any of you guys ever drank a full bottle of um, orange juice in one sitting? Not just a little bottle, but I'm talking like a yeah. Um, I don't drink orange juice. This is the challenge for the week. Somebody here, not me, because I already know what happens, drank one gallon of orange juice within 30 minutes and came back to me. Why? I love my skin too much. You'll, you'll see. Oh, you put your break out? Yeah, that's all that acid. My chest will explode from fire. I don't get heartburn, but I'll break out. And I broke the damn toilet on that <laughs> From OJ? What? Oh, uh, if you drink too much orange juice, I googled it. Um, it gave me the same issue that I had with the stems. You know what I mean, it's yeah. the pulp. I don't drink the orange juice with the pulp. I like it chemically imbalanced. I, I, I want to go back. Up? Chris said, "Dimetap." Are you sure you're 27 and not 72? <laughs> you ain't had Dimetap. That's... I had Dimetap, but I was two. <laughs> uh, well, see, that's what we had was Dimetap when I was a kid. Because we would save medicine past the ex- expiration date. Yeah, and be like, it's still good. We fine. You fine. What the hell is that? He said, you better drink some of this. Is that the pink one? Nah, that was, it was like, uh, you, know, you know his dad wasn't around to say, don't try that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said robotism. That's all the sounds. So yeah, yeah. Look it up, Chris. If you drink too much orange juice, it'll explode your stomach. The bathroom will freaking break out of just anger. Oh my god! <laughs> Noted. I won't drink orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick to water. <laughs> I'm trying to drink more water too. I'm trying to drink more too. All right, Chris. What do you What do you remember? What do you want to remember? Oh, uh, oh, I didn't. I wasn't prepared. Uh, what do I miss? I miss uh, Dexter's laboratory Ooh. because he was talking about the popsicle trays. There was that little segment where Dee Dee and Dexter was talking about how to make popsicles with the regular ice cube tray. Yep. You put the juice and then you put a uh, saran wrap on top of it and then you put toothpicks. Yeah. That way when it freezes, the stick freezes in the juice and you got little mini pops. 
I speaking of Dexter's Laboratory, I saw a, a meme or something, and it said Comedy Central knew what they were doing when they drew Dee Dee's mom. Like, uh, it was a Dee Dee. Dee Dee's the sister. Oh, oh yeah, Dexter. yeah, Dexter's mom. Dexter's mom. Yeah, the T shaped booty. She was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Low feet. Okay. Big old booty. That's just how we like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, all right, for sure. Uh, so you missed Dexter's laboratory. Um, I had something yesterday, and, and I, I can't remember it for the life of me. So um, I will say what I remember as being important if you guys had siblings which, Chris, you didn't. How important it was to sit in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Like, man, that was such a big deal. Like, yo, I called it. And it's like, man, the back seat is kind of lit now. But... <laughs> you be sleeping. Yeah. Your life. Right. I mean, right after you get a beating, it's just like, it's freaking amazing. <laughs> but I do, I... <laughs> but I do, I did like the uh, beating my brother to the front to the front seat, you know what I mean? So I could sit up there. Did you shotgun? Yeah, we didn't say shotgun, but I was just like, yo, that's my seat right there. <laughs> we said kill me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they would, he would definitely try to get in there, like, ah, for sure, for sure, and then get in there before me. I'm like, man, you didn't honor the contract. You a scrub, bro. Um, but yeah, that was it. You guys have anything else that you need to tell the people? That's it right there. All right. We had a good, nice, long episode. I really thought I was going to come in here and give y'all 10 minutes, but we gave you about two and a half longer than that. So uh, it's exciting to speak with you guys. Um, Once again, I have been trying my best to put the episodes out on YouTube on time, but child, it is not easy. This YouTube game is a full-time situation, but um, I'm going to keep working on it for y'all, especially Lyndon, um, because I know... I mean, I already know the vibes. I mean, Carmella's looking like 100,000 stocks of Tesla today. You ain't even got to tell me. I already know. I'm going to tell her that right now. Carmella, you look great. Rashawn, you look amazing. Chris, all right, for sure. Uh, So (laughs) until next time, we're out. This is the Black Stalgia Podcast.